0: to welcome to through the wire Through the Wire, yeah yo it's crazy to say but the next time next episode we'll be talking about like real balls bouncing and nba stuff <laughs> pause pause, pause man. It's, it's just ex- exciting it's an exciting week in the nba world i can't be the only one right
1: no i'm super excited we uh Hey, like I said, I think it was the last episode. It felt like a 2K simulation. We right back in the mix. It's kind of unusual to feel like this. I feel like after moves have been made. like it. I feel like a John Wall, Russell Westbrook trade doesn't happen. And we talk about basketball a week later. It's usually like we have to anticipate it for like a month and a half or so before we can finally see it. But to see them dudes get traded and then go to training camp the next day is kind of crazy. Yeah. No, yeah, uh, I'm
2: I'm super excited, too. I caught myself yesterday. I was like, man, I was just throwing, going through all my Twitter feeds, seeing all the NBA stuff, and I'm like, when does, when does the season start again? And I checked my phone. I'm like, holy shit, it actually starts like this Friday is when we're going to actually have basketball back, mm. which is so crazy because, I mean, like P said, we're so used to just seeing everything a couple months later down the road. But, you know, seeing all the training camp and all the stuff, like seeing all the players get ready, it's exciting.
3: Yeah, I mean, a few a few weeks ago, maybe like a month ago. So, I said, like, this is going to be the most exciting season we've had in years. And I feel like it's all just living up to it with all the trades, John Wall trade, the rookies coming in. I feel like it's just a lot of stuff that's going on in so many storylines that this season is just going to be jam-packed. Bro.
1: Have any of y'all kept up with, like, y'all team, like, uh, training camp or, like, mm-hmm. the – interview what have y'all have y'all heard anything it.
0: y'all like or disliked or? hey i am hearing nothing but great things for the bulls bro but that's, that's every
1: it. year no training camp
0: hey, exactly exactly mm-hmm. that's what i was about to say i take it kind of with a grain of salt because you never really know like every, everything that they're going to say in interviews every video you're going to see is going to make your team look and feel amazing um but it just from from everything that they've said versus what what they said last year when they had jim boylan from now when they have billy donovan has been so much better like like play are throwing like little jabs at at jim boylan low-key yep. and mm-hmm. like uh i think laurie market is like we finally feel like a family and shit like that like things like that are that making me excited. like
1: well the defense should be better because we're not blitzing everything so and then, then yeah yeah
0: <laughs> and, and then casey johnson them just they were smiling in the zoom call what they said like all the reporters when they said they weren't blitzing and they like kobe white i mean i could talk about the bulls camp but this is my last thing kobe white has said that um Wendell Carter is looking like a beast. He's look, He looks. Um, he's going to be able to show off his versatility. He's hitting the shot. Um, he's going to be able to play make, and the offense is more free-flowing. I'm ready for Friday. That's all I'm saying. I'm ready for Friday. Bro, it's been <laughs> – yeah, we ain't seen Bulls basketball, Knicks basketball since March. So, like, <laughs> our fans, we've been sitting here just waiting and waiting and waiting. Lakers fans watched basketball a month ago. You know what I'm saying? It's been a month. Thanks. The rest of Thanks. us has been waiting for our team to play again, and Friday is the day, and I cannot wait.
3: Yeah, it's just yeah, think it's just a different the- scenery, man. You get to hear numbers of things coming out the Chicago uh, locker room. I love it, and it's just like it's just a refreshing feeling. Like you get excited to watch Bulls basketball game because it's not like the players are even excited to play Bulls basketball. So are games. you
1: transitioning back to a Bulls right. That's what i to say. I thought you were about to talk about it, the Blazers or something.
3: <laughs> I'm always i da- I'm always a Bulls man. Chicago is in my blood. State
1: die hard. Don't don't use Chicago that. Chicago
3: is in my blood. Chicago will always be home. So. What if the that's, the, if that's the
0: case, do you do you represent the Cubs and the Sox because those are both Chicago? Yeah. Yes.
3: If if that's Cubs not how it works. the Cubs or Sox in World yeah. Series, that's not but. how it works.
0: That's, that's actually works. some
3: un,
1: uh, some non-Chicago shit to say. Yeah. No, that's oh. not how, how it works. You're either a White Sox or Cub. You're not. Oh, I'm both. No. I, now. I, I, now, you,
2: I'm not a big baseball fan, so I can't even Hey, say I'm not face. I'm not even a baseball, I don't watch baseball, period. But I was just a Sox fan by default because my dad was a Sox fan.
0: Well, like you just gotta go. pick
2: one, bro. You, you gotta pick one. You
0: saying, that's like that's like a, being a, being in LA and be like, well, if the Clippers good, I'm running with the Clippers. If the Lakers like there, there's an embedded rivalry be, being from across the city from each other. I
1: fucking hate the Cubs. The only reason I had <laughs> put that shit on when they did win a World Series is because my grandfather was a long life cub fan. And he never got a chance to see them win. Because <laughs> uh, I think the last time they, they did it was like 1918. He was born in 1927. Man, so my mom, like I was rooting against them until my mom made a comment, and I'm like, you know, you're right. I, I I hope they win just for Papa. But since they won, they don't need a repeat. They don't need right. another. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I
0: think it. I think there's like you could be. When the when the when they were going on the World Series trip, I wasn't rooting against them. I wasn't rooting for them either. I was just kind of a neutral fan. And I feel like a lot of people think that if you like the socks, you have to hate the Cubs. If you like the Cubs, you gotta hate the Sox. I think you could be neutral towards the other while repping the scene the team that you with. You know what I'm saying? So regardless, I just
3: want Chicago to be on the top, regardless. So if Chicago's being successful in a certain area, mm. I'm i no. all with it. If if
0: there was a basketball based podcast with four people from Chicago that rivaled us, are you wanna see you wanna see them be successful? Because they're from Chicago? That's different. No, you're a oh, different
1: I still want them to win. I just, yeah, me too. Uh, <laughs>
0: me too. Me too, <laughs> They just can't beat us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
1: They can beat, two yeah. They can't beat us. Yeah, <laughs> So, D-Mills, how many Cubs games have you went to? None.
3: How, how many, many White Sox games have you went to? went
1: to? I know you went to more than none. Four. Like four? Right. How many White Sox shirts have you ever owned? Oh,
3: I know awesome. it's
1: more than zero, but how many yeah, Cubs shirts zero. You
3: I don't know cuz it's
1: probably zero, right? It's probably
0: zero. So you're a Sox fan. Right.
1: And you when the White Sox was in the playoffs this past year, you was in the chat trying to act like you know some shit about baseball when you embarrassed yourself by saying, "Hey, why don't Lucas uh why don't Giolito just pitch every game?" Like what the fuck is that? But now you're <laughs> on this stage trying to act like you just in the middle. You a White Sox man, boy. Well, Your girlfriend turned you out. <laughs> Your white socks. He guy. might hate the white
0: socks now because of that. That. Thing. Not
1: that
0: you here, Don't i no, big socks fan too. See
3: see big socks Don't <laughs> ever go against the grain, man.
0: We socks out guy. on this podcast, man. We socks out. Um, but but back to Portland though. Um, have you been keeping up with their training camp?
3: No, I've honestly only been paying attention to the Bulls. So
0: you ain't camp. see the Carmelo got braids.
3: I did see that. That's cool. And he's trying to push for number seven. Brandon Roy just said he gave him the green light to wear it. So mm-hmm. I'm interested to see if they actually let him wear it.
0: It's, I think Probably it's up not. to him at this point. It's just up to him. At, oh, actually, hmm. No, I'm I want
3: to know. Right? Pretty sure he told him no. It's
1: tough because when they have those jerseys made and selling, yep. they don't want to go and change. Exactly. The just like, like last LeBron. year
0: where Le- LeBron went to give his number up. And I think mm-hmm. they might be doing that. They're going to do it. Next They're
1: doing it this Wait, it's
3: oh, the um, the number three this year.
1: Which I'm mad that they even announced. Don't tell us that until you're changing the number, because I saw the thing at first and thought it meant this year, but it's right. next
0: year. What's up with the Lakers, Mike? You been keeping up with training camp? Uh, just a little bit. It, it's just been
2: all the right things being said, you know, with LeBron being there and everything, and you know, the off season nah, they
1: have. Keeping up.
0: <laughs> Mike is I'm, not on social media though, so you know what I'm saying. Man. I don't. He's. I don't see him watching the lakers camp because it's the you lakers, watch lakers it, games? come on now no <laughs> nah, but it, it's just a little different scenery
2: than like what the bulls going on with everything changes that they made like it's right. a whole they're like they're trying to change their actual culture you know right. i think the lakers are on a different little path though yeah but agree, y'all have
1: had some things come out i've seen some things i saw y'all coach say taylor horton tucker is dv out there
2: busting people ass and ready to contribute Mm. I want. I want to see that. We need some more wing defenders out there. See him being a rookie and young as well. She, I don't he,
1: think he meant wing defending. I think he meant scoring. If he bro, said that he would be that a would be the worst
0: if they just keep getting better with like even the, the worst players in the team last year turned into rotational pieces and with all the moves. Like, come on. Oh, he had some.
2: He had some times where he came off in the playoffs and he's like, oh, okay, let me hoop real quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah. He showed He saw show a little flash. They he saw a Talking about
1: wing defender, he going in and score the ball. <laughs> dennis Schroeder was in y'all facility with a whole damn jumpsuit i'm damn how he practicing with a damn jacket on that's the that swagger
2: man that's the that swagger
1: the knicks shit been looking good too man um i'm like i'm like y'all i i i don't expect shit from us this year so I, I use this to be like my most time to get hyped before the actual reality comes so they've been saying all
0: the right things um so, so okay i want to ask y'all, everybody this to start off with your next p what would be a successful season for y'all? I'm not I don't mean like win number, but just overall as a fan, how would you walk away from the season and be like, "Yes, we, we did what we wanted to do."
1: Uh extreme strides in our our young guys. Um not everybody's not going to have an extreme jump, but I guess if RJ Barrett is the young guy on our team, you want him to, you you would want to see a drastic jump in his game from last year to this one. Uh, I don't think Mitch needs a Jurassic jump. Obviously, if it comes, we'll take it. But if he can repeat the same things as last year and get better in small little areas, that'll be cool. And then a guy like Frank Keenan or Dennis Smith Jr., one of those guys, it's unrealistic to want both. But for one of those other, it's three, I'm sorry. Dennis Smith Jr., Frank, and Kevin Knox. Mm-hmm. If one of them can like make, the, make it known that they should be looked at as part of the core, that's a success for me. And then if we, we use those uh, vets... And maybe could trade off one. Maybe Alec Burks plays out of his mind with the Knicks, and we could trade him around a deadline for a first-round pick like we did in Mook. Maybe it's Austin Rivers that goes crazy. Yeah, you know, that's success for me. Um Did you hear you know, what Kevin
0: Knox said? I heard I, I, what was
1: said about Kevin Knox, but I didn't hear what Kevin Knox said.
0: He said himself, I'm expecting a huge season from me. Those are Come those up. are his exact words. So I don't know what he considers a huge season. Right. Um but being good would be a huge stride for a guy like <laughs> that.
1: I agree. True. They said he has uh, some 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 good practices thus far.
0: Cuz I mean, um, oh my god, I forgot how bad it had got. Yeah, last year, yeah. He didn't drop to 6 points per game after his sixteen or 13 the year before. That's rough. That's that's rough. That's real rough. Um what about you, Derek? Do, do you want to represent the Bulls, the Trail Blazers, or the Spurs? You're
3: not going to do two Bulls people, Blazers <laughs> or Spurs. Um, Conference Finals. I think that would be a um, legit. I love uh, it, D Mayo. Talk because we got to show that when you put a good team around Damon C J, it can work. That uh, two years ago won a fluke. You can't come out and then shit the bed, not like get eliminated in the first round by a team you should beat. Mm-hmm. You can't carry that narrative that the two guards can't work. I feel like, and especially when you get nurkish back, you
0: gotta you gotta do something. You gotta Hy- do. Hypothetically speaking. If y'all get to the playoffs and get eliminated in the first round, is it that time to do the the look? Terry Stotts. Oh, you think of Terry Stotts? I was thinking like taking one of those two guys and and shipping them, or taking both of their ass and shipping them.
2: Uh, no,
0: I think you get rid of Terry Stotts first. You think so?
2: We all agree though. This is probably like the best team ahead in a
0: minute, one hundred percent.
2: Which is why that, that that it's it's hard to go against the two. I
1: understand. But that's a dangerous game because it's not Embiid and, and Simmons who are super young. So if y'all try to continue to do that, before you know it, the value of those players you go down. ain't the same. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I get it because you love the tandem. But I think if this year doesn't work, I, 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 I'm I not disagreeing with you because I can see the Portland Trail Places doing that. Put all of the blame on Terry Stotts and we're going to try to do this again. You know what I mean? And realistically, the next coach that come in, he's not gonna figure it out in one season. Typically, that doesn't happen. So it automatically puts you at a, a two-year window thing or planning thing. Um,
0: hey, we've seen, a, a, like in the last decade, we've seen a lot of first-year coaches in the winning championships, or first-year teams coaches.
1: dominant teams, though. I see what you mean. Besides, yeah, Nick Nurse, but I mean, mm-hmm. Partial of that was with a a very injured Warriors team. I give them credit, but
0: like. But I'm even thinking. Even we go back to like uh, Steve Kerr taking over from Mark Jack, Usually it's like taking a good team and then like stepping them up, whether it be whatever. So Nick Nurse, uh, Steve Kerr, and even Frank Vogel.
1: Same thing with that situation, though. Even
0: even Tyronn Lue. That's four. I'm thinking that's four of them.
1: Kevin, Kevin Love and Kyrie went down, in that championship for Kerr. The next year they won 73 games. I mean, he had an MVP player, is what I'm saying. Like all of these guys, I have an MVP. Dame, Dame is an MVP guy, but this is what I wanted to ask uh, Derek. And it's. Do y'all think it's realistic that Dan can win it? That that's what, what is, I wanted so- the question to be. Derek was saying comeback player. I was I wanted to tell John to make it who's the MVP because I want to see what people minds. I think the MVP race is kind of open. It is. Like we don't have this fear. You know, Greek Freak just won it twice, so it, it's going to hurt him to win it three times unless he does something crazy. Bron and AD are together. It's a lot. Like, it's open um
0: and this also for LeBron feels like a with with everything that's going on in the world it seems like a heavily rested season for LeBron to, to yeah, get up to the not playoffs to
3: see LeBron a lot this year but
1: honestly. then
0: again it's LeBron he might be so mad about last year that he come out and try to play 72 and dominate so we'll see yeah
1: or at least play the first 10 and dominate so he can get his shit off right uh D Mills uh, and, and it's open for KB and Mike as well um Dame and Paul George I, I don't know what that was about. I don't know what his comment even meant. What did he say again? Did you Al see Capone? Capone? I don't know what that was supposed he, to be. He mean. Did, he's saying,
0: he's saying you're capping Capone. Yeah, I, I didn't even know, know.
3: know. they had a disagreement or whatever. I didn't yeah. even see
1: it. That's Kentrell Beacher. Yeah.
0: Right. <laughs> That's what he meant.
1: I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying that is ridiculously crazy. Yeah,
0: I ain't know either. Al Cap Paul. Oh
1: <laughs> my gosh, that Dame, you're showing your age, big fella. Um, that sounds some shit. My pops would try to make up to be cool. Um, I, 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 this is what Twitter said. Twitter said Dame has been popping this shit a little too much towards Paul George
0: to not have done shit. Mm. Do you disagree or agree with that? I disagree. I think he's done a, I think he's done a lot. Um sure, they, just had, not...
1: they they what they were saying was that um yeah he just popped his shit off like he one of those guys like obviously he's an elite player. I mean but... they,
0: him and Paul George are on the similar tier as far as career goes. Like they've got as far as <laughs> conference finals, you know, as players. Um they got as far as top three in MVP voting as players. Like they're they're similar enough to like if he wanna talk his trash to him, he can. And at this point, he's better than PG, so I, he he can do that. <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of like weird though because I feel like it's unprovoked now. I know they had their little thing earlier in the season right. where they he were going at it, bit. but like, I feel like I thought they squashed that. Like, didn't they yeah. squashed that?
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. Then
0: Paul
1: but... George squashed it because the they girls, his right, wife, exactly. His sister, girl, yeah. Paul George said they squashed it. We didn't hear about it the rest of the way, and then out of nowhere, Paul George ain't saying mm-hmm. shit about Dame. The only thing Paul George said was about Doc, his former right.
3: coach,
1: and mm-hmm. Dame came out of nowhere uh but wait, that, wait. that that's all i i like i was gonna say didn't with- it
2: come off the uh like somebody asked him like does it do you still think about this tweet and he's like never did and it was the paul george tweet like mm-hmm. wasn't a fan kind of like didn't he bring all that stuff yeah in? but
1: that's if a fan asks you that that's different than you going on ig and the comments or some shit that's not right. related to you
0: and wasn't it he he said that to the comment of paul george he would retire. retire he yeah. a Clipper. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. But I,
0: I think we all probably like that's that might be cap For real,
1: honestly. yeah, for real. Because I don't think you, I, and I think people got to stop reacting to people saying that, and then they being like, because shit happens. You you can feel like you want to retire a pacer, but if they're trying to make you play power four when you want to be a small four, then I understand why you left. You can say you want to retire and do something special with the Thunder, but if that shit flops extremely hard,
0: go. Oh, he probably he probably sincerely do want to retire with the Clippers, but they better um, they better hope he do. Because all the picks they gave up for him, he better be there for the – he he better retire as a Clipper, for real.
1: Yeah. I just uh, want Paul George to just be quiet for a little bit. Like, <laughs>
3: just just let, the, let the game do the talking. Um, I don't think he's that tight. man. I feel like when things don't go his way, I feel like he's just going to start talking anyway
1: George, Why do you feel like that? That's never been Paul George. <laughs> it's only happened with the Clippers, really. Like, this shit is yeah. new. Yeah, it's new. He's always been, like, to himself – but mm-hmm. I guess it's the Hollywood shit. More like he was in Indiana, OKC. Now he got all this Hollywood attention on billboards and shit. So I mm-hmm. guess maybe that's it. But Paul it's, George, never really been that guy. That's why a lot of people like them.
0: It's their team. I mean, it's their city, according to them. Or well, at least it was supposed to be.
1: And KB hit it on the head, though. I just don't think those two dudes are. I think they like here. Yeah. Overall, right? You know, there's been times where Dane, uh, Paul had a little up and Dane got a little It's never going to always be like this, but they're in the same realm
0: yeah. and i think
1: that's what the comments were saying like damey talking like he was up here and paul george is a fucking solomon hill no disrespect solomon but damn
0: what Solomon Hill do to you
1: i just know he played with paul george and he got the game winner but it didn't get off in time remember
0: that oh yeah true. true <laughs> true um, did y'all hear
3: what lebron said about the clippers how they was doing all that they, talking
0: they put it on they put it on twitter yeah, yeah. I, I haven't watched the full interview but i did see that
3: clip Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's kind of funny that he actually just came out and said, I like that. Well,
0: LeBron always does this, right? He'll always talk his shit once the season is done. He's not going to talk during the season, especially coming off an MVP, I mean, a championship season. It ain't nothing LeBron can't say. Yeah. It's just—it's just not. He—he he did everything that he was supposed to do, and now he gonna talk his shit, especially to a team. That, again, said this is our LA now, basically a team that said, "Well, Kawhi Leonard with that New Balance commercial." And I know Kawhi Leonard doesn't have anything to do with the marketing team and what they fucking do. He showed up to the photo shoot, but like, what did that say? Um, "King of LA," right? Didn't it say yeah. King of LA. I'm gonna—I'm who's the real king of LA? Uh, I'm gonna still talk my shit. But Mike, I, I want to go to the same question I asked D. Mills, but for you for the Lakers, is this season championship or bust for y'all?
2: Yeah, I honestly think it is. I mean, I was going to say like realistically, realistically expectations, you know, like if we made it to the conference finals and we got beat and I got to quote like beat, like we don't LeBron James underplays Anthony Davis. Now we literally get beat you know, I can look at the season and be like, oh, you know, we did our thing, but realistically, I, I think championship robust is for this team, you know, this year with everything we had coming off another championship and then how, how much better we made our team this offseason. Like we didn't do that to make a
0: conference finals
2: run or, or a semi con We did that shit to win a championship.
0: Mm-hmm. Agreed, so. agreed. I, I do think it is that. Um, but I've been seeing Lakers fans say it's not because you did get LeBron extended. You did get Anthony Davis extended. Mm-hmm. So they're going to be teammates for at least a couple more seasons. So it's not so much championship of bust in their eyes. But a lot of the moves that y'all did this offseason were, like, for this year, right? Like Marcus Gasol basically on a one-year deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Montrose Harrell's on a one-plus-one. And I doubt he's going to take that second year. So it's like, yeah, a lot of y'all moves are for this season to repeat, uh, which is good. I mean, that, that puts a little bit of pressure on the players to, to kick it up and not really think that – should LeBron gonna be still at 40 trying to compete for a championship. Yeah. Let's let's I get it done now.
2: That that's the other main issue. Is we just LeBron is never getting he's never getting younger. And then we just never know what his ticket. He could be playing till he's 42 for somehow somehow, or he could be playing, you know, till 38 and he feels like he just done. Mm-hmm. Like we don't know. So I think there's always gonna be like, you know, if we got the uh, opportunity to win this championship, we might as well just go all in with LeBron. right. Right.
1: I, I I I cannot believe KB just said that. Say what? That that's what the fans were saying on Twitter.
2: Oh yeah,
0: yeah. I, 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 I hate that.
1: when I hate when people do that. It's championship or bust. Yeah, I'm not a I'm not a, a Laker lover or a Laker hater, but it's championship or bust. They didn't make the moves they made to not win a championship. Right.
0: It's a it, few teams it, out there that's championship or bust.
1: Yeah, extending LeBron James doesn't remove the fact that it's championship or bust. You, it's championship or bust. Even if you have four years on your contract, like hmm. simply, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, contract years doesn't make a championship or bust. Because that extension means that they're the motherfuckers is going for three P <laughs> right. Like Lakers, Laker land has never been like one title. Yay. they are three P repeat that cities. Like think about the history. They don't win in one championship. They are happy. Don't get me wrong, but it's always more to the plot mm-hmm. for the Lakers, it's not the Knicks. If we win one, it's all like it, nobody could tell us shit, but the Lakers tradition is to win them and, Oops, you know what I mean? And that's exactly what they're eyeing for with those moves. Those moves didn't say we're satisfied with well, one. They didn't get better. They got extremely better. Extremely better. So um, I do think that it's championship a bust. And I think that they're the team. to. I can't see a team that, that's and going that's to what, beat them.
2: Mm-hmm. And that's why I had to emphasize beat. Because it's like, that was one thing I, I would just hail with that Lakers team, especially last uh, last playoffs, is like, uh, all these teams that have holes, like even the Lakers, they you can they can have a small hole with like maybe they didn't have a backup PG or something like that last year. Like they, we we knew they had issues, but one thing LA did is especially with LeBron is he's not going to allow you to just beat them or, yeah. or outplay them. You know you're going to have to come out and, and bust your ass to, to beat us type basketball uh, type of level of play, and that's what I think LeBron is going to you know carry on this year. Yeah, I know, crazy teams, I know we got to see teams
1: play. Uh, so I'm looking at everything. When I say I don't see a team that can beat them, it's just all off paper. When I do look around and I have to come up with teams and, and things, I won't lie. Um, Derek's team out there in Portland shapes up to be a really nice team that has a the depth. They can play a bunch of different ways um, with versatility and whatnot. I know the Clippers are always going to be in the conversation because they have two of the top wings in the game. And whenever you have, you know, two top players on the team, you have to be in a conversation. Uh, the nuggets on paper are, are always an attractive choice. I don't know if they have the uh to get past the Lakers team. I just feel like they could they could take them to a place, but I feel like the Lakers are just going to big bro them kind of if that makes sense. Yeah. Um but um yeah, when you look just on paper wise, the Lakers look like unfuckwittable, if I have
0: to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, definitely. Agreed. I think I think it would have to take a drastic injury, God forbid. Or like something happens with this virus for the yeah. Lakers to not win the championship, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then when I look out east,
1: I just I, I don't I the East is competitive amongst each other, but like I I, I don't really see that that unless the Buck unless the Drew Holiday just changes everything for the Bucks and mm-hmm. unlocks mm-hmm. some doors that we just haven't seen again. Well, that's why. we, I, get,
3: we get all, all seven Durant.
1: Hold rent. up, D. Miller, before you go. For all the fans, I'm just talking about on paper.
3: Because shit can happen that we didn't see and shit can unlock. Go ahead, d no, but I was gonna say, when we get old Kevin Durant, the man is was arguably the best player in the league.
0: What do you see? I don't, I don't think- I don't we, know what Kevin Durant- I think is. we're past that with KD. I just think we do. 30 plus years old, coming off an Achilles is rough, bro. What's it's old Kevin
1: rough. Durant though? I don't even know what that means. You know, last
3: I think the him, he was- one The last guys, time- The best player in the league, probably. Him or LeBron, you could argue-
1: Kevin Durant is the best player in the league has never, was never scaring nobody. Just keep an eye, Old Kevin Durant was not scaring shit. That Kevin you know Durant I mean? with the Warriors is the only Kevin Durant that put fear in anybody. And I love Kevin Durant, but like Kevin Durant has never done anything really by himself.
0: Mm. Nobody well, has,
1: has really, but nobody like nobody has. But you, y'all get what I'm saying? Like Kevin, we've, we've never been like, oh
3: shit. Yeah, they well, got, also, you got Kyrie Irving. He got a good look. But that's the thing. Like so uh, the we, thing we he there, there's heard Garrett Allen like. That team is really good. That's a I think
0: I think they're a team, and and I hope they prove me wrong. That's good on paper. I just that it just it just mm-hmm. for me it just looks like a team that will be good on paper, but it won't mesh as good as we think it it should for a
1: championship, right? For a
0: championship, right. correct. That's
1: yeah. my same opinion. I think they have a nice, sexy team, but realistically, what all the shit that goes on over there in this first year off of an Achilles injury is a lot going. They have a lot going have a, not even a new team. I think new teams in general, like we've seen with the Clippers have to mesh, but then you have a new team. You have a new coach who's never coached before. Coaching mm-hmm. ain't rocket science, but I mean, experience does help. He's never coached at all from a head coaching perspective. And then like, they just have like, how do I say this without being disrespectful? Like Kyrie not talking to the media, that's going to put pressure on everybody else in the locker room now. Like, Spencer Dinwiddie is going to have to answer for Kyrie now. You know what I mean? Like, anything that happens with Kyrie is going to be on their plate now. That shit is just an all-different dynamic hey, that those and Kyrie's, guys have Kyrie
0: coming off a big injury, too. Like, both of their best players are coming off big are. injuries. It's just, I hope, I hope that they prove me wrong because I like the idea of having another contender in the league, but it just feels like one of those teams, bro. It just feels like one of those teams where, like, we kind of saw last year where this team is... I'm going to put it on the level of the Clippers, but it ain't to that extreme. Where we have a roster that is competent, that made the playoffs, and then they add two new stars, and it just, usually that just ain't a good recipe. We talk about players that already had roles, that already knew who they were going to be under under the coach, and then now we bring in KD, you bring in Kyrie, oh shit, the coach that we love just get fired like that because Kyrie and KD are here. I'm not saying they're the sole reason behind it, but like this is a team that was just in the playoffs before KD and Kyrie got there just yeah. a year before, and they already had Rose. Spencer DeWitt, Karis LaVere, Jared Allen. Jared Allen had to fucking fight for his spot again, and that was one of the main reasons why they fired their coach because his coach thought that he was a starter, and the rest of the team thought that DeAndre Jordan should be the starter. Just little shit like that matters, and that's what we saw with the Clippers. We're like, it ain't always about, on paper, this team being good. Chemistry matters to the fullest extent. If you don't have chemistry in the locker room, you're not going to win a championship. You're just not. And again, I hope that the Brooklyn Nets prove me wrong because maybe I'm just throwing this on them when that's just not who they are. But this is something we should be thinking about, and not just immediately throwing them in this upper echelon of teams just because they got two stars.
2: Yeah, uh, I, I I completely agree. I think they, they they have the benefit they have the the benefactor of them being out East because I think when you look at this team, we we understand how talented they are. I mean, we could be surprised, but also it's not surprising that they was a top two team in the in the East, and they were doing their thing. But this is a team that I, I could also see like they have so many issues coming out, and they are a fourth or fifth seed. But like I said, I think this all plays in the fact that you know they have it, that they, they could do that in the East. If this team was in the West and we were looking at it, I, I don't know. Like this is a team we're gonna be like, damn, this team is probably gonna be struggling like that, and that's why you know I agree with Peace Point most is we could look at this team. It, it's probably not a championship team yet. Or you know nobody's probably is looking like that from like a realistic standpoint, with all the stuff they got going on. But I, them being in the East is going to be their probably the best thing they have, you know, going for them with like trying to get this team to work.
1: Yeah, I agree. That and that—that's for everybody that's watching. Even I know net fans going probably be emotional because that's just all fan bases are. I'm only talking about championship. Mm-hmm. They can be. I can see them being a top two seed in mm-hmm. in the East. I can right. see all of it. I'm just talking about championship teams that can match up with the Lakers. And I feel like when you talk about a championship team, we all just brought up excellent points that it just, it's just tough. And like I said, like I said um, prior to the Warriors, Kevin Durant had played in one finals against the Miami Heat, which he was supposed to lose. And so like, he's a great player, a hall of famer. I love Kevin Durant. I think he's going to have a fabulous year, but I think it's more than Kevin Durant for that team to succeed. Kevin Durant could be old Kevin Durant all he want, but it's going to take more than him. It's going to take Kyrie, you know, not having those moments where he's saying that GT is a part of the core. Now we look up GT is in, in, in Chicago because we we always knew G- Garrett Temple wasn't a part of the core. Mm-hmm. So it's like just head scratching shit like that. And when you say things like that, we saw how I put the, the locker room and, you know, like, we know we gotta make moves, so like, how? Yeah, how does you know what I'm saying? And we know that's I don't know. I just feel like it's a lot of shit players gonna have to deal with that they didn't deal with before. You know, I think constantly this season is gonna be Karis Vernon Spencer with these name and trade rumors. You know what I mean? And and you know I don't care what nobody say that uncertainty that that uncertainty is gonna creep up in the back of your mind at some point. Um, we, even like a year. Ask-
0: did we ask Mr. Dimwitty about the trade rumors? Yeah, he you? basically said it's,
1: it's, it's business. You know, it happens mm-hmm. and things like that, which is what he's supposed to say, because I guess it's true. But like even a Jared Allen situation, like that's a peculiar situation, bro. And that's like a like because he deserves to start. He's clearly better than DeAndre right. Jordan um, at this point in their careers for that mm-hmm. team. But like, will he start? It's hard to say. Mm-hmm. And um, Then they also have kind of got – they kind of got some holes a little bit in their team, too. It ain't the perfect team. They
0: they, missing wing defense. They missing wing defenders. They just are.
2: Yeah, Yeah, and on top of that, I was just thinking let's like – and, and there's reports that, like, Kyrie Irving is still, you know, he's he's a good locker room dude and all that. But I think that a team like this is going to need an encore leader. Somebody who's just going to be there when, start, when shit hits the fan. Because it's going to happen with this team. Whether it's say on a losing streak, whether some shit is going to happen. They're going to need somebody who's going to be like, you know what, we're going turn this around. This is not who we are. This is our life. think I, I get think all that, that outside I noise. I
1: think it's DeAndre Jordan. Because mm-hmm. uh, it's not Katie or Kyrie. I believe okay. that's why they uh, are they lean on him so much to be a part of it because he's going to be that guy for them, that big brother for the locker room. Um, and like KB said, I know I they should perform. I'm rooting against them. I don't, my yeah. team, ain't going to be even be in the playoffs. So if they can't come out and do their thing, I'm all for another contender. But um, I, I have to tread slowly, especially seeing the result of the Clippers. And that's what I, that's what I want to talk about. Like not talk about now, but like that's what I want like the NBA world to start seeing. And even this, the NBA in itself, like, that ain't always the thing. Like, how many times do we have to see that before we go into every year thinking, "Hey, this is the team." Like, the only time that shit works is when it's like the greatest ever, arguably, LeBron James and the greatest team, arguably, which was the Warriors. But usually, if those two things are removed, just throwing talent together don't really work, bro. It yeah, doesn't. Yeah. History says that it definitely doesn't work.
0: not in year one because in this yeah is not in year one.
1: Them. That's what I meant. Yeah, not in year one. Not in year. So
0: one. their projected starting lineup is is Kyrie, karis joe kd and deandre jordan that is a (laughs) phenomenal start of five for sure um but everything we just mentioned they're they're lacking some things they're lacking wing depth they're even lacking spot-up shooting other than joe harris um and then all of the little things that maybe not be on the court but off the court matter um p mentioned brand new culture staff like from top to bottom, damn near their whole coaching staff is brand new. Like, they do have some vets in there, don't get me wrong. But, like, they got some brand new coaches, so. Um,
1: and I think it's, it's – we have to reiterate this again because I don't want this team to, to come out 11-2 and two and people try to bring this clip up. They're going to win games. They're going to be a good team. I'm talking championship, which is what I've heard a lot of outlets and people hype them up to be or they come out the East, but I'm talking championship team. I don't see it. They're going to be good in the East. They can definitely be a top two team, without a doubt. But championship is all I'm
3: saying for now. Well, do y'all see any of the teams out east challenging the Lakers? If they were. Like I said, on
0: paper, not really. If but the Laker if the Lakers get to the finals, I'm picking them to win versus anybody yeah. they go against Out East. But yeah. if Drew Holiday unlocks some shit that I just haven't seen
2: with the Bucks. Look I hate Mike, bro. I hate Mike. It's it's just
1: smiling his ass um. of, Yeah.
2: Nah, because it's funny. I like how he, he poised He said a Drew Holiday just unlocked some shit. Like, Drew yeah,
1: Holiday was the key. that I'm really going to have to see something different. Like, if Drew Holiday going over there and they playing the same way and Giannis just running up the numbers and they taking off, I'm not really going to take it serious until the playoffs come because I've seen the same story the last three years.
0: And hey, we talk about championship a bus. As of right now, that is a championship a bus team.
1: Without a doubt, until to- that
0: man, yeah, until that man put his name on the dotted line, that's a championship a bus season for them, bro. Yeah. Um, especially we consider Drew Holiday is is a free agent this off season. Like he's got what a player option, so if he really want to get out of there, he can get out of there real quick. And they th- traded three first round picks and two swaps for it. So it's like that's that's championship or bust to the max. I want to ask you
1: another question since mm-hmm. we talked about it. What's y'all placement for the Raptors and Celtics? Where do y'all put them and everything?
0: I think um, they're still gonna be
3: like the top three seeds, but it's just like legit with with the pieces that they lost i don't know if i can look at them as like legit contenders mm. i mean in a way they can but like when i see them going against those teams at west i'm just like they don't have enough
0: yeah i i agree with you d Mills. if i'm if i'm um doing regular season standings i think it probably falls very similar this season than did last year with bucks with raptors with celtics one two three um because i i feel like the miami heat are probably more of a contender than those two teams, but the Miami Heat are also a team that I think might be just shelling. You know what I'm saying? That might not go balls to the wall when the regular season comes around. Um, so I, I think they fit very well as one, two, three as teams, with, of course, the Miami Heat being a possibility of jumping up from five. Um,
2: Yeah, I, I think they're basically the same. You know, I think that just the way the East, uh, the East is shaped out, that those are probably going to be pro- – Unless other, you know, there's drastic change, those are probably just going to be the teams that are always around that one through uh, three seeds. Um, Philly has a chance, I think. Also, we don't know what yeah, exactly. Brooklyn, Brooklyn is going to look like, but you
0: know, I expect all those teams I just mentioned probably be like one through five ish. Mm-hmm. I think I think whatever it is is going to be like mm-hmm. um, team is hired by one game, two game change. Yeah. Like it's going to yeah. be real, real close. Yeah, um, one through five is going to be a dog fight next year. And I think that a lot of these Eastern Conference teams are going to end up having ridiculous records because the 10 games that were removed from the schedule were mostly like the cross-country thing, so we're going to yeah. see less East versus West. So, like, the Nets are going to destroy the Bulls probably three times this season. It's just, the, it's just the way it's going to go. Um, So their teams are going to look very, very good. While, like, out West, the records may not match against the East, but we're going to be able to tell, like, that team is better than that team out East, even though they're both the 2C. It's just because the competition is just a little bit better.
1: So how many teams, realistically, just on paper, without COVID, without injuries that you see, can come out of the East has a real legit chance of coming out the East? That's basically what I was asking.
3: So uh-huh. Philly, I think they do with that duo, Joel and Ben. Mm-hmm. Um, they got shooters. They got a much better coaching staff. I think it's. just – I think that works for them. Um, I don't
0: have them as contenders right now. Coming
3: odd yeah. uh, bucks, I can go bucks.
0: Everybody got bucks. Bucks. Uh, Miami. Uh, Miami's for sure a contender again.
1: Everybody got Miami? D mails yes no.
0: Yeah.
1: Mike yes no.
0: Yeah, honestly,
2: like all, the top five teams, I can see like they all have a chance to come out the. East. So you think the Celtics and Raptors, you put them in that mix? I could can see them beating any one of these teams, yes. Mm. But still, we have to see them play. But it's not like that's why I say I, the. Eastern I'll ask you no, without. Is...
1: on paper. You think the Celtics and Raptors can compete with a Bucks? He. And
2: Nets in a seven game series. The Nets, I, I don't know. I got to watch them play, but the Bucks, yeah, I think we they all can. have to watch them play. Mike, the, the, the Celtics and the Bucks, <laughs> yes, I think they can.
0: I can, I can agree with Mike. Um,
2: that, that's just how open the East is. Like, there's nobody. I'm like, okay. So they're, yeah, they're,
1: where's Indiana at, then? Because I don't think Indiana... They're right outside. Is they're, not, Indiana's no, not they're, a contender. They're,
2: they're, no, they're right, they're right outside that top five I mentioned. They're probably going to be a six or seven seed, but they're not contending.
1: I don't think they're that far away from no, those. They're teams. literally
2: like right outside,
0: I would say. I could, I could see... I mean we think about what the Raptors lost, they lost two very important players to their defense, right, when it comes to their two bigs. They were interchangeable. No matter who was on the court as their five, their team is going to be an elite defensive team. And they're gonna miss that. Like as much as we, we like Aaron Baines, he ain't nothing compared to what Serge Ibaka was. He ain't nothing compared to what Marcus Saul was defensively. So they obviously took a big hit there. Um, and I, I think a lot of their contention hey, get talk, on him too before his fan club get on your way They know, they know we got love for Baines around here. Um But I I think that a lot of the things that come with the Raptors being potential contenders is where Pascal comes from last season. Because the last time we saw Pascal, it was ugly. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he has said he had touched the basketball like twice in the whole hiatus. So I'm giving him a a small pass there. But like if he, he for them to be contenders, he has to play more than all star this season. He would have to blossom into superstardom. And I don't know if we're going to see that after the long hiatus we had and then after his bubble play. Like, if he didn't leave the bubble and immediately get back into the gym, he's probably just going to be like an all-star player again next season, which is cool. But him being an all-star probably doesn't make them a contender. Yeah. Even if
1: even if he did go to the gym, do you think – he might just not be that guy. It's nothing wrong with just being where he at. He's an all-star forward. right? And I, I
0: don't know. I don't know if we've seen enough for me to to write him off as not being able to jump into superstardom because he has got significantly better every single season. But if mm-hmm. this season he came out and he was just an all-star, then maybe that's who he is, and when that's completely okay. Um, but I would have to see. I would have to see. I just think this is such unprecedented times for players when we talk about like getting better. Like we talk about, like we we're gonna talk about um, breakout seasons. I don't know if we're gonna, we're always gonna see players break out, but we are not gonna see as many people break out this season because not as many people been able to hit the gym in the offseason like they usually do.
2: No, that's a super good point because you you think about just the way he got kind of taken out in the playoffs. Like yeah, he he didn't have his he didn't have his right hand no more. Right? Mm-hmm. They made him take the he took the jumpers and he couldn't hit them. Like the things that he missed out he missed out mm-hmm. on were all skill set things. You know. Yeah. And so, if he doesn't have the time to work on it, it's just like. But I mean, that comes with being an NBA player, right? I, a- I think
1: we are gonna see some breakouts, by the way.
2: Oh, for you know, Oh yeah, for no, for we sure. will. For sure. Yeah, and I,
1: another hot take that I don't, I don't know if it's a hot take, but I think this draft class is going, to, is going to play good basketball, impactful basketball. So not now, a lot that's of superstars, but I think a lot of them are going to contribute to their teams.
0: Right. I was gonna, like, I was gonna say the exact opposite. Yeah. What you think? They're not going. Gonna- to – I think that it's gonna be a struggle. Yeah, man. It's, it's like. Think about some of the things that the regular rookies get. They get summer league. They get an extended preseason. They get a whole summer. And I understand like players have been able to hoop again, but like most of the summer, if you remember, we on lockdown, baby. We we've been we ain't been able to leave our house. So I feel like the like um when I listen to not just Patrick Williams but some of the other rookies across the league talk about it, most of them just saying like even when it come into the practices, the change of pace has so, is so significant from college, right? And I think that's going to hit a lot of players. I agree with you as far as like a lot of these players will be NBA ready, but I'm thinking like the top lottery picks this year may not be as good as we project them to be because they, they're going from a lot of players haven't played, but like the top two of the top three players haven't played basketball in over a year. LaMelo hasn't played basketball in over a season. Um, James Wiseman got suspended in like January, and then they're thrown into the NBA. I don't think they're going to come out and be as good as as uh, we want them to be. And that would be okay. Like, I feel like a lot of people are going to overreact. If LaMelo comes out and he's not a star, I think people are going to overreact. And that just shouldn't be, like, the, the way we look at things. Because it has been so long since he's played competitive basketball.
1: I agree. But I think those guys are kind of the exception. And the reason I think so is because they're going to have so much opportunity. I'm not even – I wasn't even really focused on those guys because LaMelo is going to play. He's going to have all the opportunity in the world to do what he got to do. I'm more so speaking like the entire class, like the entire first round pick those top Wiseman is going to have plenty of time to play plenty of opportunity. Uh, All of those top five picks, but I'm even talking about like a Desmond Bain going to the Grizzlies. I'm talking about like Malachi Flynn with the Raptors. I think guys are going to be able to come in and help their team um, in some capacity and have some type of role quicker and faster than we're used to seeing. Some guys don't even really, you don't even really see them. Like Taylor Horn and Tucker, we didn't even really see him last year. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I think this year is going to be a little different because there's so many guys that are kind of ready. And they had the seven months. Yeah, adjusting and, and, and meshing with the team, it's going to take a while for sure. But I, ho- I hope that we're kind of past that by first five game reactions anyway, due to how we saw Trey Young first 25, 27 games in the league, ugly, nasty. Mm-hmm. Then boom, second year start. Like, did he start for the All-Star game? I believe he did. Or, or close Kimba, to all. Kimba All-Star. started. Um, okay, yeah, so close to an All-Star. is the one that started. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So hopefully we're passive. I think out of all the time and over the course of the 72 games, we're going to see some guys have some impact. And I, I don't, it don't mean we're going to have 30 people competing for the rookie of the year, but I just think we're going to be like, damn, okay, that rookie is over there. He's really helping that team in some capacity, in some way. Maybe not double-digit scoring, but it's just not going to be he's at the end of the bench right. and we're waiting for year three for him to finally see some, uh, some action.
0: OK, yeah, I can see that. I can see that. I fucking pray that we get a break, like a one breakout rookie that was not in the top. Like that would that's I I, I love to see. Like when Donovan oh. Mitchell came onto the scene, his rookie season, it was like, I did not know shit about Donovan Mitchell his rookie year until he start actually hooping. So I want to see. Oh, I think this
1: season. class, if, it, if we were going to get it, I think it's going to be this <laughs> class. I think yeah. so. I really think so. Because like, shit, Patrick Williams could be that guy because I don't care for nobody to say. Nobody know who Patrick Williams is. Mm-hmm. They don't. They know him because he was picked fourth, but no, nobody Less, really. Yes, nobody him,
0: really, He is the guy. He is the guy. Nobody
1: our is really uh, on him like that, or or um, Jalen Smith with the Suns. Mm. People can act like they know. They don't, don't know no Jalen Smith. Yeah, they don't. Yes. They don't know that Jalen Smith almost went to the draft last year. Right. They don't. They don't. They, they, no. So he would. You know, I know he was picked like Cam Johnson was picked 11. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So
0: I, I think this class could have it. Um, they call him my guy Flower Boy, and photoshopping him on Tyler the Creator album.
2: I, I, I
0: wonder, I wonder what he thinks about that. You know I'm what I'm saying? saying? Like, yeah. is that an insult or is that like a is that like just a cool nickname? I don't under, I don't know. That means you're blossoming, right? Like you're growing. No, so it comes. Flas- it, he likes flowers. His mom owns a flower shop, oh. so when he got drafted, they showed this whole piece about him delivering flowers. To see neighbors he see wasn't
1: watching the draft. Yeah.
0: He like, I'm going to get in for pick number 26. <laughs> um, that's great conversation, y'all. We didn't even talk about yet the big news this whole week. Um, and that's, that's James Harden. We are 45 minutes in, and we're finally talking about James Harden. But the conversation was too good to just jump into it. But Woes just tweeted, um, James Harden has recently indicated to Houston he'd be open to a trade to Philadelphia and other contenders. So far, no subsequent talks with the Sixers, Daryl Morey has been adamant he wants to keep the young, the two young stars. Um, so yes, James Harden has not reported to camp. Um, John Wall has said like, man, I, I talked to James. He'll be good. We'll be, we'll be back to it. Ain't happened. They did an individual workout in Houston. He wasn't there. He was with who, which baby is that? Cause I always get love baby. Up. He yes, was love with love baby. The difference between duh and love. No, because I get it wrong every time.
3: If you just go out in the party, we need to take Lil and um, Sinatra out of rap maybe.
0: I, we just do. Lil, Young. How many Sinatras we got? We just got young? two. We got two local.
1: Oh, yeah. No, two. we
0: don't. <laughs> 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 I would say we got to get Lil and Young out of rap. You ain't
1: getting a thousand plays. You're not a rap.
0: There you go. Okay, like uh,
1: Keeping it real, like Flex ain't... You, we, we're not gonna say flex and him are battling for that name. Like, come on, ninety nine
0: percent of the people don't have no idea what they are we talking about right now. Right, but, but why? Are you, that's that's besides the point. James Harden was at one of the baby's party. He had been in the, in the club for the last couple days. Has not reported to Houston. Uh, Steven Silas said this is not a good situation, but we're confident that he will eventually come on and we'll be ready I for the beginning think the of the season. the
1: honesty from him too, because a lot of coaches would have been like, "Oh yeah, I have John
0: talked to him? John <laughs> said coming."
1: He said, "Hey, this is a side. This is a side step. This is you know like." Um,
0: is- just tweeted again. Teams would be reluctant reluctant to give up assets required to get a player of Harden's caliber without confidence. They'd be willing to say their long term. A few contenders have ability to to. Furnish Houston with a combination of assets and seeking to consider James Harden for a deal. Um, this could not be worse timing for the Houston Rockets, right? um Where, like, you have a, a superstar that wants out, that won't even report. And obviously, if Brooklyn was to offer something, they're not offering everything that they were going to offer two months ago because this man won't even show up to camp, right? F- Philly has just said, I mean, I guess he just said that they are more not really interested at this moment. What is going on? Who's Okay, whose side are y'all on? If y'all were picking sides? Well, I'm on confused
3: this? on this whole, like, mm-hmm. John Wall. I mean, James Harden wanted to play with John Wall over Russell Westbrook type thing. If he made, if they made that deal mm-hmm. and he's still not reporting, that must mean that and he probably didn't even say anything on that deal, probably. So they probably did it to probably just make Russell Westbrook happy. And then you still get rid of him and then... Like what? I don't. I don't get the direction at that point.
0: What well, that is, uh, they don't have one uh, yeah. at this point. They're just.
1: They're just I also out there. Don't think, I don't think that was made solely because of James Harden. I just think it's not, he can say which one do you have a preference with. Oh, John Wall, and I'm that don't mean I'm happy. Right. Y'all, Russell didn't <laughs> want to be here, so you have to trade him. That ain't got shit to do with me, really. But if I had a preference, obviously it'd be John Wall because his game meshes better with mine. But I'm right. still not trying to go there.
0: Like it's Brussels sprouts or broccoli. I don't really like either, but I guess I'm taking broccoli. Mm. Yeah. I, 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 oh, I'm a, out
2: of you on Derek You didn't answer the question That's a, that's what I was about to just answer But go ahead Derek I'm gonna let you go first Am I on the Rockets side Or am I on
3: James Harden side
2: Yes uh, So I'm
3: awesome. go I don't even
2: Hey bro. listen To our
1: viewers Understand that that is Derek's signature I know y'all only <laughs> know us From the hour The two hours a week Y'all see us on a podcast But you ask Derek a question And he's gonna repeat it As if he's confused like, you I, asked like, him,
0: hey, I asked him I asked him I was like, I was just like, Derek, let's go get a a, a tattoo together. He was like, a tattoo with you? I'm like, yeah, yes,
1: yes. The entire Xbox party, like, with who else? I'll get back to tattoo. Like, what, what, what? And, Derek, you want to
0: get it? And theory? then, and then, and then he said, with you? <laughs> no. Nah. I'm like, damn, what, damn. But okay.
3: But uh, I'm I want to rock this out because I feel like James Harden, he's he said a lot, he's done a lot. He's very undecisive. It seems like he want to be there. Then then he posts some shit talking about he don't want to. I don't know. I'm confused on the whole situation. So I'm more so the Rockets.
0: Okay. Before we even comment, Mike, pick your side. I'm on the Rockets too. I just feel like it's
2: just been a weird situation with him and the Rockets. Like he wants to play with them. He doesn't want to. He You know, all this back and forth. He, at the end of the day, you just got to do your job, bro. And I, I seen the post like, it's a different thing when you see the player that's supposed to be at the training camps, he's just out partying and stuff. And I understand, like, he said it was his birthday or whatever, but at the same time, you know, you, you still got to be accountable, especially yeah. when you're the best player on the team.
0: No, that's that's the main thing for me. It's about this accountability thing. Mm-hmm. It's not that he's not reporting. I mean, players players hold out in other sports all the time, right, um, when they can't get the contract that they want or in this situation can't get the trade that they want. The thing that I'm heated about with James Harden and his, his lack of empathy for what, what's going on in the world, right? For him to be out in the clubs unmasked is, it, it could potentially fuck up this entire league for us and and fuck up lives of people in Houston. You know what I'm saying? For him to be out there at the club at these parties with when the spread of this virus is just so big, it's just a slap in the face to everybody. Mm-hmm. It just is. Yeah. It's just, and so if he if he reported to camp right here right now, he's gonna get tested He's gonna have to quarantine for 14 days He won't even be ready for preseason and just putting everybody at risk at the end of the day. Yeah
3: it's that, just,
0: Yeah, it's it's just it's terrible. It's terrible after those from,
3: videos came out I was actually surprising to see that they expected him to be at that workout mm-hmm. They should have told him like no, well,
0: no. They, well, the thing that they have is they got the extra 30 million dollars for this for this protocol stuff So if he would walk if he would pull up to the facility right now before he even got out of his car He's getting swabbed up and they're testing him immediately regardless mm-hmm.
2: Dude, that's what killed me because it said that like they seen like he was taking all this stuff after he passed like the initial protocol testing So he already did that right. just for him to go try to get like almost re-exposed to him there.
0: Yeah, it was like At the end of the day basketball is just basketball mm-hmm. There are some things bigger than that and this is something that is bigger than that to me and for him to, to go out and do the things that he's doing it's just like It's, it's hard. For, it's hard for me to root for you when you're doing yeah. things like that You know what I'm saying that's, that's my take
3: yeah it's like he's not doing anything for the greater good he's literally just doing everything that's, that mm-hmm. James Harden wants to do
0: yeah yeah
3: I mean and, and, and it's short I and off
0: just, season and I understand <laughs> as a player for like he, he has given Houston the, his all you know what I'm saying it ain't equal to championship and he's ready to go to the next portion of his career that's okay I'm cool with that it's the other things that I just don't like yeah definitely what about you P? um
1: I agree with all y'all. I don't, I'm not, I'm not on Harden's side, but I'm also necessarily not on Rockets side. Um, I just feel like what James Harden is doing is is, is hurting himself and uh, his team equally. Like it's not, you're not just hurting the team. Like I'll tell y'all a story. I remember in high school, I hate, I had this one teacher I didn't like. So being a dumbass kid, when you think you know everything, uh, I didn't do her work, thinking I was hurting her class. Like fuck your class. I'm just not gonna, I'm not gonna do shit because I don't fuck with you. Um, I wasn't doing nothing but hurting myself more than I was hurting her because now by not doing her work, I'm not passing her class, right? Mm -hmm. So that hurts me more than it hurts her, right? And I think that's what Harden is doing. Like, if there is any amount or any percentage of you returning to the Rockets, this now fucks up the locker room. Like, I I don't care what anybody says. You're looked at somewhat different. It don't mean that they hate you. It don't mean it is beef, but it's just like it's not off to the right foot. And the amount of moves that they made, you always want to start off on the right foot. And that and I um that brings me up to another point I wanted to bring up, um, which Derek Rose. Just remember the name Derek Rose, because I don't want to get off topic. Okay. But um, and then whatever team you go to in the future, you know what I mean? Like people looking at this and it's it's bigger than basketball, like KB said. So just how off you how, how you handle in this situation, a lot of people have been affected and touched. We've lost cameraman, Carlton Towns made his comments, which I'm not gonna get into because it's it's past. Um, but you know, people have been affected by this. So you don't know where you can be traded to. Like, if somebody on your future team was affected by this virus in a, in a, in a super tough way, and for you to be moving like that, you automatically offending them off top, mm. off top. You know what I mean? So it's not even about uh, Rockets or or him. It's deeper than that on a basketball level, because wherever you go, somebody probably has been affected by the virus in some type of way, which you want to move cautiously, and you kind of doing a, a fuck you to, to, to those people. And then on a the basketball level... It's already a short notice, short time. And like I mentioned, they made drastic moves from head coaching to, to front office to the roster. So you kind of got to take advantage of all the time that you have. So the, the Houston Rockets are automatically hindering because he's missing crucial time for them. Because Friday we're playing preseason games. So, um you know, it, it just – when you're at that, that level of talent and you're, you've had that much success, you're, you're looked at as a leader uh, automatically. You can't be a top-five player – uh, in this game, or an MVP caliber person, and nobody looks at you a leader. Uh, MVP people are, are leaders. Off, that's just a responsibility off top. You know, just like a millionaire. Once you become a millionaire, you have a certain responsibility um, with that money. Even if it ain't what you asked for, mm-hmm. you have responsibility. You know, to manage that. So when you become the MVP or a top player in his league, you have a responsibility of being a leader. It don't have to be vocal. Some Derrick Rose wasn't a vocal leader. He was just um, actions and like KBC all y'all said it's no problem not reporting to camp not wanting to be there but it's ways to go about it this ain't the first time or the last time this happened but you came, you just disrespectful to the entire league and to the fans and everybody you, you not reporting but you in a club with little baby and shit no mask on and all type of shit that shit silly to me that's actually stupid yeah. as fuck if I'm being honest
2: honestly I, I got the same vibes like when I seen that I got the same vibes remember when COVID all started and he always loved telling that story with down in Florida. They was like, you know, I'm not giving up my, you know, my spring break. Yeah. For yeah. That's what it just reminded me of. Because, I mean, we all know James Harden loved a party. And like KB said, he he gave his all to the Rockets. He even transformed his body over the years. But it felt like, a, you know, forget you. Like, this was part of my offseason. Like, this is what should have been my offseason. I'm going to do it how I want to do it. Yeah. Yeah, that's- it's
3: kind of crazy because they literally went out and put pieces around that team. <laughs> compliment him with the Christian Wood. And, mm-hmm. That's
1: their fault. That's their fault. You came to a guy that don't want to be there. I don't care about that. I'm yeah. I, like he can only control what he do. He can't tell. He, you know what I mean? Like them getting those pieces ain't not, that ain't his problem. If we being mm-hmm. honest, you well, know what I'm saying? What's
0: the, like but we did this. Right. And, to, to y'all, what's the market of him right now? Because I mean we just mentioned that teams will be reluctant. What are some like I'd off be, the top-
3: yeah, he's hurting his market right now. So, like.
0: right, What are the teams in the league that would trade for James Harden right now? Obviously, you if you trade for him, you're getting the top player in the league. All of them. You, you think teams. so? I think Brooklyn would probably make that call.
1: I mean, obviously the Warriors can't get him or anything like that. But, like, any team, like the Knicks, you think the Knicks would hang up if they had a chance to get Harden? I don't think so. I don't so, think the- so
0: what do you think would be, a as a Knicks fan, a valuable trade for y'all to get James Harden?
1: Whatever they want it. You want RJ Bear to have his ass? I don't care. I ain't nobody on I'm like you. I'm not tapping to nobody on this damn team. We're not even good, so why would I care? Have, mm-hmm. Take all 15 of them if you want them, and we'll just sign free agents. Beasley, you want to come play again? Brandon Jennings, you feel like okay. open? We'll figure it out later. But I think that question is for a Philly, a Nets. Because mm-hmm.
0: he said he does want to go to a contender. But if right. I'm you, set, I don't give a damn. I'll trade your ass, that's ass that's to, that's to, that's to anywhere
1: everybody. So if if it's a Knicks with bottom feeding team, I don't think it matters because we don't have anything that's substantially besides the picks. You know what I mean? Think, be smart, and think properly with the, the picks. But as far as players, have at it. You want Randall? I'll
2: I'll I'll pick him up myself. You know what I mean? Like no, so. right. right. yeah, I'm on the same page. I think a lot of hey, at, at worst, even if you're a bottom feeder team, you could somehow get your hand on James. You got uh, arguably a top five, whatever player you want to say in the league, and He's shown that he can carry a team to the playoffs, right? He might not win a championship, but that may be a ticket to, a, a you know, a couple of first rounds, second rounds type teams. So you, if you
0: trade for him, you would have him for this season and next season guaranteed, and after that he can do what he wants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think two seasons of James Harden, you might be willing to give up
2: a decent amount for that, even if his value
0: is terrible. Hey, hit. I don't know if I'm the Bulls if I would trade for James Harden. Just to see his ass and bounce every day, I'm good. I'm I'm good on it.
1: I'll let you know right now if the Bulls had a chance to do it, they're gonna do it, bro. Not even gonna hold you. They had what you gotta give up, Otto Porter and Zach Levine. Uh, Zach Levine and they would do it, bro. Mm-hmm. And you I couldn't be mad. At you. you have to take the chance. It's James Harden at the end of the day.
0: Right, right. right. So so yeah, I think I think it's Relative, because I guess in my mind I'm thinking about what his value should be instead of what it is, right? With the training camp, him not showing up, and just every single day he's losing more and more value in the trade market. So if and that's the, the package,
1: Bulls just say KB. He said it? no team is going to trade for him without commitment that he he's going to. You know what I'm saying? So like mm-hmm. the Bulls ain't making that trade if they don't know. he You know what I'm saying? Like I, I would hope the Bulls or Knicks or whoever wouldn't make a trade and they didn't feel confident he would stay. And that's just dumb. If and it's if, dumb. If,
0: if if it is just like Zach and Otto. Even if you don't get him to say he's going to stay for two seasons, I'd do that deal. What because if it's
1: Zach and Lowry?
0: Probably not. Okay.
1: Because I, I, I really think I'm I'm going to – my rebuild, I've been trying to find my team, it's going to be Houston. Because hard, yeah, I can sure. straight hard, And I'm just thinking like, hmm, Zach and Lowry for Harden. And then we come in, you know, you got John Wall, Zach, Daniel House, Lowry, Christian Wood, Boogie, Eric going off the bench. We off to a good start. Bro, you know?
0: Twitter is so with his value being dropped. Twitter has Tobias Harris being the main trade piece for Philly. Contractually, it does make sense. Yeah, Tobias Harris, Matisse Steibel, and um... Shake, and two firsts is the 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 thing that was just drawn up here. With, and it's with, a bad it's a bad trade, but you have to remember this man has not reported to camp. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Matisse Steibel in it. Uh, Matisse is in it. yep.
1: I, I, You know, if that's the best you can do, I ain't mad at it. I might hold on to him before that, though. Yeah. I should, yeah, Harris, yeah. he had to buy his hair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is
0: the NBA going to do something? Like, if he don't show up to, like, preseason game one, the NBA has to do something, right? Probably, yeah, mean, he's going to be He
1: ain't going to yeah. get that money. Okay. Just like Victor. Victor had to go to the bubble to get that money. Yeah. <laughs> but the, the the scary part is, James Harden is a very rich man without that money.
0: Yeah. He got that Adidas money. Yeah.
2: Oh. You, got,
0: you got anything else, KB? Um, Jordan Brand announced new footwear and apparel deal with UCLA.
1: Good, because Under Armour was terrible with UCLA. I think that's why LaMelo didn't go. I'm just joking.
0: I know what you're going to say, Mike, but hold it to the next episode because we're already an hour in. Um, right.
1: Only Mike would try to damn put in a 30-minute <laughs> game after we've done an hour and five minutes. Only really? Mike.
2: We're going to have preseason next time, next time we talk
1: I, I asked you at the beginning Why you ain't been pulling out the game
3: We had stuff <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: what the point of the game You got to save it for a rainy day This yeah. your podcast
1: too man That's all I'm saying You could easily be like I got this game shit We doing that
0: Hey man This is uh this Adam, this... Eden. Adam Eden back to the south side I did see that um, This episode turned out I think better than we can even imagine. So shout out to y'all for performing <laughs> today. We we are professional. Yeah. That's a fact. They, they don't even no, no, you they ask know. You asked us, he's like, what else we got besides this John Walls
2: that we were like, we we really don't even know. And hey, we just made it <laughs> we made
0: it work. Our will episode. Uh so we appreciate y'all watching. Um next time we'll talk, we'll be we'll be talking about like real basketball, man. It's insane. It's insane. Um we'll see y'all tomorrow. Or
1: oh, There, let me see you boogie before we go. Hey, <laughs> don't do <know> Marcus. <laughs>
3: <laughs>